There's no such thing as guilty pleasures, only pleasures. And I think Van Helsing Prep is a real pleasure. You've seen it? Yes, in your character, it's reminiscent of Tess of the D'Urbervilles. Thank you. And welcome to an all-new episode of No Guilty Pleasures, a pop culture podcast. I'm your host, little-known cartoonist, (laughs) Ken Holtzhauser. And today we're going to go through some of the back alleys of pop culture and find pleasure in some of the strangest of places. So please, join us on this journey. Let's go! Welcome to an all-new episode of No Guilty Pleasures, a pop culture podcast. I continue to be your host, little known cartoonist Ken Holtzhauser. Today we're going to talk about something with a little bit more universal appeal, I think. A guilty pleasure that everyone has, but maybe they don't think of it as a guilty pleasure. Today we're going to talk about breakfast cereal. Hello, Captain Crunch! I shall LaFoot challenge you to a crunching contest. But LaFoot, nothing's crunchier than Cap'n Crunch cereal. It's sweet and delicious, made of corn and oats with two kinds of sugar. And it's made crunchy to stay crunchy even after you pour on the milk. What can possibly match it? My own cereal, Footsie. All right, gentlemen, take three paces, turn, and crunch. One, two, three, turn. Captain Crunch cereal. Yay! And this stuff tastes awful. It is crunchy, though. What's it made of? Eggshell, celery sticks, and just a pinch of blackboard chunk. <laughs> Sorry, LaFoot. What I can't stand is this crunchier than thou attitude. Get Captain Crunch cereal from Quaker. And here's where my grandpa hid the secret formula for Kellogg's Sugar Frosted Flakes. Why me hide it? So nobody would steal it. That's why there are traps everywhere. The secret formula makes Frosted Flakes a delicious part of this nutritious breakfast. The secret taste of Frosted Flakes makes Tony say... Well, Tony! You okay? Yeah, just gotta learn to keep my trap shut. Say good morning with a big speck. Dig em. Just one breakfast starts like that. Kellogg's sugar specs. Dig em. Toasted wheat plus eight good vitamins. Kellogg's sugar specs. Dig em. I dig sugar smacks. What's wrong with that frog's airplane? Engine croak. <laughs> They're part of your good breakfast. Kellogg's sugar specs. That's a dig em smack. What's this stuff? Some cereal. It's supposed to be good for you. I'm not going to try it. Let's get Mikey. Yeah. He won't eat it. He hates everything. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Regular, cinnamon, and raisin life. Nutritious, delicious. You like my coat? It's made of golden sugar. Mmm. Tastes like the golden sugar coating on the super sugar crisp. Hey, boss, look. Yeah, a golden bear. Hold on, this is a golden sugar coat. Mm-mm. It's just like my cereal's golden sugar coating. Mm-mm. Golden sugar coating makes my cereal sweet, sweet, sweet. Yeah. And post super sugar crisp cereals part of a balanced breakfast. I love your cereal's golden sugar coating. That's why they call me Sugar Bear. 
boy working in a fruity pebbles factory is beautiful fruity pebbles. This morning, I had this desire for something fruity. I came to work and I'm surrounded by fruity pebbles. Beautiful fruity fruity pebbles. Yabba-dabba fruity do. On my work break, I have a good breakfast featuring post fruity pebbles cereal. Fred, I got this desire for something fruity. Have fruity pebbles, Bonnie. Oh, Fred, fruity pebbles are beautiful, fruitiful. <laughs> Yabba-dabba fruity do. Odd batch of uh, commercials, for sure. Um, As you know, breakfast cereal is... When I say breakfast cereal, I think everybody is thinking of uh, children's breakfast cereal, of uh, the sweetened cereals and the odd um, breakfast mascots and sort of the weird stuff that you associate with it now. But... um, when you when you think of breakfast cereal, I guess uh, the revolution began not in oatmeal, which we had uh, right from about I don't know 1854. To what we're really thinking of is ready to eat cold cereal, and uh, Battle Creek, Michigan, is seen as the start of the uh, the ready to eat cold cereal. Um, Kellogg was starting a, a sanatorium for recuperation and rejuvenation. And one of his big things was that he wanted a sort of a vegetarian diet to help people along because people were accustomed to a breakfast of ham and eggs, sausages, fried potatoes, hot cakes, coffee, biscuits. So he created, uh, he started playing around with um, what was uh, basically um, sort of it was a lot closer to um, kind of a granola, but eventually they started to work on um, creating sort of a um, a flake, a like a corn flake or a wheat flake, and that combined with um, milk gave them sort of a vegetarian breakfast that they could enjoy. Um, Post World War II, though. Uh, they really were ramping up the idea of putting a lot of sugar <laughs> into breakfast cereals so that kids would eat it. In fact, I think some of the first ones, what was that? That first one was called um, Ranger Joe, I think. And um, it was pretty much just candy <laughs> in a bowl. But after a while, uh, they created Sugar Smacks, which famously was about 56% sugar. And um, they were away. And uh, my childhood is uh, fairly dominated by the idea of breakfast cereal. I I can recall with, uh, with great affection those early days uh, you'd get up in the morning and you'd fix yourself a bowl of cereal, like on a Saturday, and plop yourself down in front of the TV for uh, the brace of Saturday morning cartoons. Just as I felt Saturday morning cartoons was programming just for me, I felt that breakfast cereal was obviously food created just for children. Uh, it's interesting how marketing works, but that's kind of how it was. And it is still the way it's done. If you go to your breakfast cereal aisle in a grocery store, you will see that all of the mascots basically have their eyes pointed downwards because the eyes are not looking at you, the person buying the cereal. They're looking down at the child who's asking for it. 
So, uh, see, clever marketing right there. I, I don't know what's happened, but I think that basically uh, breakfast cereals are becoming a victim of our busy lifestyles. I, I can tell you that ready-to-eat breakfast cereal is starting to lose the dominance that it once had at breakfast. And I believe that a lot of that is just simply down to how busy people are. People now don't sit down to eat meals like they used to. And they certainly don't sit down and have breakfast like they used to. Everybody is going bang, bang, bang. Let's go. Let's go to work. Let's go to school. Let's go to wherever. So the popular breakfast foods tend to be breakfast that you can take with you. Presumably that you can eat on the bus. You can eat at your desk. You can eat as you run. And that tends to be fruit. It tends to be yogurt. It tends to be, um, like a protein bar or a cereal, even the cereal bars, I don't know if you've seen them, a kind bar perhaps, or a Pop-Tart even. So breakfast cereals right now are in a sort of an evolutionary state where we're not 100% sure what's going to happen to them. Uh, They're right now being pursued as kind of like a, a hipster snack, and they're trying to take the breakfast angle out of it, which is which is admirable, I think. I think that most of the people that I know, perhaps all of you out there listening, have had breakfast cereal in an evening. There have been times that you've had it as dinner. Uh, come on, don't don't leave me hanging. I can't be the only one that's ever done that. Uh, sometimes people do like them as a late evening snack. I know my grandmother was particularly fond of doing that. It's... It's simple, and it's easy to put together, and it's decent. So maybe that will save it. But um, I, I think maybe some of the dominance of breakfast cereal might also be the fact that you can't pointedly create commercials for television for breakfast cereal, especially really, really sweet breakfast cereal that aims right at children anymore. Uh, they don't let you soggy up an impressionable mind like they did when I was a kid. So what kind of breakfast cereal does anybody like? I'm curious. Everybody seems to have a different opinion. What do you think of Captain Crunch? Does it cut up the roof of your mouth? Do you like fruit in your cereal? Is Raisin Bran an anomaly or is it um, the shining beacon to show you the way? Do you like... Um, do you like oatmeal instead of cold cereal? Do you put yogurt on your cold cereal instead of milk? I have to admit, I'd never seen that done before until I saw it done on a television series one time and decided to try it, and it's fantastic. I, I like a plain yogurt mixed with like a, 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 a cereal like Cheerios so that it's to my mind, a terribly healthy way to do it. A little extra, little extra protein for those people who chose their Cheerios. Do you like the healthy cereals? Do you like Product 19? Do you like um, Basic 4 or any of the other sort of healthy cereals, muesli perhaps? Or are you a straightforward, I like my Count Chocula with chocolate milk and that's all there is to it? I wouldn't blame you if you did. There's nothing at all wrong with the idea. Right now, it seems that 
breakfast cereal is becoming, uh, maybe it is becoming a guilty pleasure. Maybe it isn't what it used to be when I was young. Maybe it isn't what anybody remembers of it. I know that my daughters, neither one, were big fans of traditional breakfast cereal. They both liked Cheerios, sure, but they weren't um, they weren't a sit down every morning to have cold cereal kind of a breakfast family. They liked something different. And maybe that's just that sort of generational tweak that uh, shows that things are different now. Maybe everybody's going to have to do this a little bit better. Maybe be a little bit smarter. However, I think that uh, certain mascots, Snap, Crackle, and Pop, or Tony Tiger, or Captain Crunch, are with us for the long haul. So I look forward to seeing what they reinvent themselves as. And I'm hoping that uh, there's a renaissance in breakfast cereal. I'll probably be there for it. Hopefully I won't be so old that it'll look ridiculous when I'm buying my breakfast cereal, but uh, that's another story for another time. Until then, I will remain little-known cartoonist Ken Holtzhauser, and I'll see you next time with another episode of No Guilty Pleasures, a pop culture podcast. Looking for something new and exciting in comics? Perhaps that other dynamic duo, The Quick and the Dad. It's a love letter to the DC, Marvel, Archie, and Harvey comics of my youth. Available now in print and digital from IndiePlanet.com. Within the pages of The Quick and the Dad, you will find supervillains, dad jokes, strange, exciting worlds, really goofy supervillains, and bad puns. I promise. Each issue will delight and confound you in equal measure, and it's available now in print and digital from IndiePlanet.com.